I'm saying not having those bad habits of the old school, I think, is critical in, in our political climate right now. Um, that you're that you're that you don't have those things you have to unlearn. But you know, listening is, is a big platform. Like, I mean, are you in tune with the community right now? Do you feel like you're you're part of that community pretty solidly today? Absolutely. You know, my wife, like I said, owns a, a local business here in Parker. She owns a cleaning company, um, has for the last five years. And, and you know, we've, we've been a part of the community for, for seven years as far as, you know, kids going to school and things like that. I want to say that, yeah, I feel like I'm a, uh, you know, I have my finger on the pulse as far as what the community is looking for. And whether whatever aisle you sit on, right, wherever your perspective comes from, whether it be red or blue or green or whatever it looks like, we all continue to strive for the same things, right? We may say them very differently. We may, you know, say, oh, I, you know, I, I believe this or I, this is where I stand. Well, ultimately, I think all of our goals for those who live in, in our communities, whether it be Colorado Springs, Donnie, or whether it be Parker or whether it be Denver, we all want to feel safe. We all want to feel like we're a part of something bigger than we are. Yes. And, and we all want to do it as a community, right? And we all want to feel like our voices are heard. I, I think that's really where I fall is that I don't have an agenda. I want to listen to understand, right? Not just listen to respond because I've got some preconceived notion of, of how I think things should be running. Mm-hmm. And I, and I want to give myself an opportunity to learn, right? And, and be the, the mayor that I think people want. Check, check, one, two, one, two. Turn it up, turn it up. Welcome to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. The tides are turning, the time is now. You're home for the mindset, methodology, and tools needed to invest in foreclosures. Don't you dare buy a house, buy a deal. You need to get into this right now. Right now, yeah. And now your host, the Foreclosure Deals Coach, Donnie Corum. Podcast. I am your host and foreclosure deals coach, Donnie Corum, broadcasting live from our downtown Denver studios with my executive producer and main man, Mr. Jonathan Winston. What's the haps, Jay? Oh, uh, man, you know, this is a lovely day, man. We have a wonderful guest coming on. I'm excited about. Um, you know, just the quality and the caliber of the people that are, you know, agreeing and, you know, being happy to come on our show. So that's uh, encouraging for me. Uh, you know, things are going good in the business, you know, growing my wholesaling business, uh, you know, uh, the DMI Enterprises, what we do with our flipping team, that's going really well. So uh, things are on the up and up. I've got like a new song that I'm like really excited about too. Love it, and love it's it. Like, it's like, it's progressing, pieces are coming together. So it's just like, it's, a, it's like a really good thing. So I'm, you know, I'm, I'm in a good spot right now. Kind of All right. Well, let's build up. Hey, before we build up, it's so important you bring up the wholesaling business because, you know, around here we talk a lot about dealhunter.io, which is our brand of the prop stream software. So check that out. Head out to dealhunter.io. We're, we're doing a seven-day free trial of the software you can walk through. But I, I got to tell you, it is changing the game of real estate investors. See, the problem was in the past, in order to get access to the big data available to real estate investors and agents, you had to become a real estate agent. 
right? And that required going to school, getting your license, going through all that process. Well, now at dealhunter.io, you've got access to the same data that I'm using and Jonathan's using right now to go out and find deals right there in your local market. You can find deals, you can find cash buyers, you can find private lenders, you can get an inside track on notice of default properties that are heading to foreclosure, all of which from the dealhunter.io app. So if you're looking to get started in the real estate investing world, if you're looking to break into the market and you're not sure where to get started, that's where to get started, dealhunter.io. But also once a week as part of our foreclosure deals coach insiders group, we meet up, we're going to do a valuation session using the PropTream software at dealhunter.io so you can see how to use this software to make it profitable for you. Obviously, there's a monthly investment with the PropTream software, but we're going to help people because once a month, we're going to be offering a giveaway where somebody is going to get a full year subscription what? of the PropStream application each and every single month. We're giving this away. Hey, listen, this is an interview show. Uh, we yeah. are. I'm so excited. If we can bring on our guests, I'm going to do a quick introduction here. Um, well, today... We are honored, honored to yes. have mayoral candidate, Mr. Jonathan Bolifer, on the show. He's running for mayor of Parker, Colorado. Jonathan, how the heck are you, man? I'm doing well, guys. Yeah, absolutely. And sorry, I appreciate you guys having me on today. Thank you very, very much. Um, you know, Donnie, you and I have had the pleasure of meeting each other a long time ago. So I really appreciate you taking the time today. And let me uh, let me come on and just have a conversation. Hey, man, we're honored to have you. Thank you for joining us. And you're running for mayor. Like that, that's incredible. Like, well, what's uh, what, what what prompted that? What what made you decide you wanted to run for mayor of Parker, Colorado? Well, uh, great question, and thanks for asking. Um, the one thing that I'll say kind of prompted me is that um, you know I've I've been a, a product of of servant leadership for a long time. Um, and when I say servant leadership, what I mean is that, you know, I've been in a, I've been fortunate enough to be in a lot of leadership positions throughout my career and servant leaderships, meaning working for those who work for you. Right. And, and in turn, you seem to create a, a great environment for folks. You give them purpose. Right. It, it's it's really beneficial for both sides. And so yes. I've, I've been some I've been somewhat of a student of that type of leadership for a long time. And. To be quite honest with you, Donnie, I wanted to put my money where my mouth was. I think that now more than ever is a time where we can make change, where we can be the catalyst for change. And I was tired of sitting on the sidelines. And so this opportunity arose. Um, it wasn't something that I had been planning for years and, you know, wanted to, you know, make a political statement. And it was really something that I felt like being the mayor of the town of Parker, I could really listen, right? I could, I could create a platform for people to not have to worry about someone having an agenda. Um, you know, I have three beautiful daughters, a beautiful wife that we all live here in Parker together. My wife owns a company here locally and, and my kids go to school here. I want to continue to create a great place for them to live, right? Um, I want them after the four years of me being married to go, wow, dad did a good job. Right. And so that's that's really the motivation behind it. Um, I don't, like I said, I don't really have an agenda other than to listen and be a, a servant leader and, and 
continue to create a great community that we can all be proud of. Well, and it's so important. The great community really nails it because Parker is just famous for one thing, the real estate values. Obviously, this is the foreclosure deals coach podcast. But one thing you're not going to find in Parker is, is foreclosures, right? That is such a strong, strong real estate market. To what do you credit that? How, how does Parker, man, I mean, most of Colorado is doing well, but Parker's always been exceptional in their real estate values. Why do you think the real estate market has stayed so stable in Parker, Colorado? Well, Donnie, I, I think there's a couple of things that contribute to it. First and foremost, you know, we really try to keep a small, small town feel. Um, if you'll notice, our actual name of, of Parker is, is the town of Parker, right? So we are literally trying to, trying to differentiate ourselves from those other cities by being the small town of Parker. And so, um, you know, we have about 59,000 people in the actual town of Parker. And you're right, foreclosures are few and far between over here. Um, but, you know, when we moved in about seven years ago, home prices, the medium home price were around 370. And now we're seeing up around 500. Right. Wow. And, and wow. So we're still getting a ton of growth, um, responsible growth. Right. Um, and we're making sure that of those homes that are being built is that, you know, people still have enough space to live and 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 still have a great community and and. I think that's a big piece of why people still want to live in this wonderful town. And, and I'm really, you know, we as a community are really fortunate to make sure that we have, you know, open spaces and parks and, and all these things that, that Parker continues to provide us. So I think that's really why people like living here. It's just a, it's got a small town feel, but still have all the amenities and still pretty close to the, you know, when we get back to seeing sports pretty close to the Nuggets games and, you know, where I can go and, watch Jokic play. And so it's, there's a lot of good that comes from Parker. And, and I think that people just really enjoy that, that small town feel, but they still get everything they want to have out of it. I love that. And I think it's so, so true. And I think, you know, obviously when you talk about great deals in real estate, and it's not to say that Parker didn't have great deals, just not many foreclosures. So, you know, somebody coming into the marketplace who got in maybe four years ago, like you said, was buying in the 300, 350 range and now is potentially selling at 500 or even more. That's an incredible growth market, you know, and Parker, small town feel perhaps, but definitely not small town numbers, you know, and as mayor, do, do you think that, you know, obviously you want to continue to promote that growth? Do you, do you have any plans? Like what, what's your, your, your political platform on maintaining? that growth cycle in Parker? How do you think you can continue that on? Well, the good news is, is that I don't have to take it on by myself, right? Um, the good news is Parker has some really great project planners and, and city managers that take care of that for us. And those projects have been in, in the works for years, right? Um, it's our job to make sure that we continue to grow sustainably and that we continue to try to drive, you know, taxes down on property tax and things like that. Now, how much I will actually get to pull that lever and do for folks, that's yet to be determined. But the bottom line is, is that I think that, you know, what we're really doing and what is conducive to everybody who lives in Parker is continuing to give a great place to live, right? Is that as long as we continue to grow sustainably and we understand that, you know, not everybody wants apartment complexes right behind their house. Then, then we're going to understand that okay. this is a this is a great place to grow to to have a family to right to retire if that's what you want to do and 
And we're still going to make sure that that we have property values that continue to climb. We're still going to make sure that taxes go down as best we can as a as a community. Yes, I love that. You know, so I looked at some of your uh, competition here in this mayoral race, and what are you like a third half the average age of the the competition right now? Like you're you're kind of the young guy on the block here, brother. Like, what what, what do you think that you're bringing to the table that the uh, I guess the incumbent. And, and the competition, who's definitely in an entirely different age bracket. Is Parker ready for a, a young mayor? Yes, I think they are ready for a young mayor. And, and here's why. Because um, I don't know any better. Right? I don't have any bad habits to unlearn. Oh, no, I was going to say, I'm saying not having those bad habits of the old school, I think, is critical in, in our political climate right now. Um, that you're, that you're, that you don't have those things you have to unlearn. But, you know, listening is, is a big platform. Like, I mean, are you in tune with the community right now? Do you feel like you're, you're part of that community pretty solidly today? Absolutely. You know, my wife, like I said, owns a, a local business here in Parker. She owns a cleaning company, um, has for the last five years. And, and you know, we've, we've been a part of the community for, for seven years as far as, you know, kids going to school and things like that. I want to say that, yeah, I feel like I'm a, uh, you know, I have my finger on the pulse as far as what the community is looking for. And whether, whatever aisle you sit on, right, wherever your perspective comes from, whether it be red or blue or green or whatever it looks like, we all continue to strive for the same things, right? We may say them very differently. We may, you know, say, oh, you know, I, I believe this or I, this is where I stand. Well, Ultimately, I think all of our goals for those who live in, in our communities, whether it be Colorado Springs, Donnie, or whether it be Parker, or whether it be Denver, we all want to feel safe. We all want to feel like we're a part of something bigger than we are. Yes. And, and we all want to do it as a community, right? And we all want to feel like our voices are heard. I, I think that's really where I fall is that I don't have an agenda. I want to listen to understand, right? Not just listen to respond because I've got some preconceived notion of, of how I think things should be running. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I want to give myself an opportunity to learn, right? And, and be the, the mayor that I think people want and, and want to rely on to say, hey, listen, I live in Parker. That mayor, is, he's pretty good, right? Yeah. He's not so bad, right? Doesn't matter where you sit, right? And so, again, my, my thing is, you know, we're privileged enough to live in Parker. Um, and when I say privileged, I mean privileged, right? Um, the median home price is $500,000. That's that's no small shake for a lot of folks. Very expensive market. Right. And so, you know, I'm into longer tables, not higher walls, right? If we want to solve problems and we want to really talk about the issues, we got to bring those people to the table to say, hey, listen, I've never dealt with this, right? You know, I'm going to share something with you guys that you guys may not have noticed, but I'm not black, right? Wait, wait, wait. you're not black? No, I know. I know it's a shocker. I know you it's just a at the barbecue last oh, weekend. Yeah. What's going on here, man? <laughs> How did you get in? But maybe having some forethought and to say, hey, listen, let's bring some of our, our black leaders into some of these conversations to say, hey, listen, how does this affect the black community rather than yeah. the privileged white community? And and not saying there's anything wrong with me either. It's oh, just, yeah. 
having an open conversation and being vulnerable to say, hey, listen, I own that, right? I, this is my bias and I own that. Help me and let's work through it. Um, that's where I think that, you know, we get into this, you said, I said, you know, blue, green, red, white, you know, whatever that looks like, it's all trying to divide us, right? Mask, no mask, right? What side you sit on, where you live, the area code, right? It's all divisive. And when we start talking about being a community, community doesn't mean where you live. It means, you know, what you feel. And if if we're a part of a bigger community, then I think that's what's important for everybody is that we continue to strive to be united. We continue to strive to be together. And we continue to strive to be purposeful in, in some of our actions rather than saying, oh, I heard this last week on CNN or Fox and let me regurgitate it to you so I can incite you, you know? And I, I just don't believe in that. I think we all have the ability to, to speak and think for ourselves. And damn it, I think we should. Yeah. I love that. Incredible. Really good stuff. Listen, when you get into houses being as expensive as a Don Parker, how does, I mean, one thing that, that, that leads people not to be able to live in a wonderful town like Parker is, is the cost of affordable housing. Like, well, What's going on in that area? When you got an average price point in a house of $500,000, how do you balance that, that expense of a house with people who want to have that small town feel and move into Parker? I mean, I, I, I would imagine a lot of the town commutes to other places, going to the city, which is just a few minutes away, working in Denver, it's not that terrible to commute. But how do you balance that out and get affordable housing in Parker? What, what do you think the future of that is? That's a great question. And I think a lot of it has to do with, you know, the townhomes that are coming up in the area, right? We've got, some, uh, you know, nice condominiums and things like that, the right on the outskirts of town um, that I think will be really beneficial for those people wanting to move in. Um, you know, we still want people to come, right? We, right. There, Parker's not full, right? Continue to come down here, right? There's great jobs down here, right? Uh, I mean, Denver Water is down here. They have all sorts of uh, parks and rec. They have, I mean, just, it's a really great place to live, right? We have transportation. We've got the A-line right here at Lincoln Station. Right. So there's there's plenty of opportunity for folks who want to live down here and, and make a living. Um, yeah. Will I say that it's it's absolutely easy to do down here? No, it's not. But there's also wonderful places that surround us, like Aurora and you know, that that have a little bit more affordable housing where people can come into Parker and live and work and all these things. So um, but again, I, you know, I personally commute to Denver. Um, it's about a 20 minute drive to my office right downtown. And I can't beat that right now. Oh, I will so say the one thing about the, the pandemic is that it definitely lightened traffic. So yeah. I appreciate that piece of it. But other than that, I'm out. You know, there's there's a byproduct to all this as well, is that, you know, we're starting to learn what we're all made of. Yeah. Right? That's that, a great way to say it. You know, it, who we are is really starting to come out. And for me personally, it was, I want to see a change, right? And And whether it's with me personally, and when I say change, I mean introspective, right? Is that with everybody, we'd be a little bit more neighborly or with everybody, we'd be a little bit more about community or family. And, and I think it sheds light for all of us in one way, shape or form. So, you know, the, the housing market in Parker is strong. And, and like I said, I encourage everybody, if you can, please come down. We want you in Parker. Um, 
you know, we love our town and, and we love the fact that it's, it's a great place to live and work. And if we can continue to grow sustainably, I think we're, we're in a really good spot. Hi, this is Donnie Corum, your foreclosure deals coach. It's important to have good credit when you're buying a foreclosure. A lot of people think you can come in with bad credit, but the fact of the matter is you need pretty stable credit scores to buy a foreclosure deal. So how do you find out how to increase your credit? Well, there's tons of credit repair agencies out there and multiple formulas, but one thing we found that works is reporting your monthly rental payment to the credit bureau. We partnered with RentReporters.com, the leading provider of adding your payment history direct from your landlord onto your credit bureau scores and it helping people to boost their scores up to 40 points in as little as 30 days. So to get started, I want you to head on out to www.ForeclosureDealsCoach.com. Now that's a messenger bot and you're going to use the keyword rent to get more information about Rent Reporters and how you can boost your credit score by getting your rental reported to the credit bureaus. Once again, Donnie Corum, your foreclosure deals coach. Check it out. So obviously, you know, we're a real estate investing show. And, and so people come to the show because they want to learn about the hot markets they should maybe be putting a little bit of money to. And I, and I love that that small town feel that you're going to be looking to promote ongoing as, as the mayor. Well, what um, would you recommend right now people buying into the Parker marketplace, either as an investment or as a place to live based on what's happening right now? How, how do you feel about the, the real estate prospects of Parker, Colorado right now? Oh, wow. That's a great question, Donnie. Um, you know, my wife and I have actually been looking into maybe a small condominium just because the as prices continue to rise, um, you know, we're finding that those condominiums that are going for, you know, two and a half to, to three and a half, um, $350,000, you know, people are going in and, and renovating those and making them just wonderful places to live for folks and, and turning them around and selling them. Um, and, Again, what a great place to be, right? And so I think that those particular types of markets, the ones that, you know, condominiums, the townhomes, the new apartments that are coming in, those are fantastic opportunities for people to come into Parker and, and just, you know, grow with us and, and allow us to, to show them why Parker is such a fantastic place to be. Yeah, and I think that's a valid point. Like when we talk about there aren't as many deals when you don't have the foreclosure market, but that doesn't mean that that these awesome towns like Parker aren't incredible buys for the real estate investor. I, I think a lot of it comes down to the politics behind it, the leadership behind the town. So if you've got a strong mayor uh, or mayoral candidate candidate like yourself in place, you're, you're, you're backing the leadership of the town, the overall vision. And that's what I think makes Parker an incredible buy. But the, there are towns like Parker all across the country where, where people are now evaluating, you know, should I invest in this market? It seems like things are kind of inflated. I feel like at least in the short term, we're, we're Parker's going to see increased growth because of the mindset, because of the people, because of the employment growth, et cetera. And honestly, Denver is getting insane right now. Like the price is getting out of hand. The uh, the traffic's getting out of hand. Right? I think you got a lot of people heading your direction right now with the pricing model. How are you guys dealing with that that growth? Like, what's your plan? You know, as a mayoral candidate, how do you deal with a lot of unchecked? Like you said, keeping some degree of, of check on it. But what's your plan for the long term growth of Parker? What what do you, what would you like to see? Well, out? and and to be honest with you, 
I love our small town feel, right? And like I was telling you guys, every inch of Parker is sold and accounted for, right? And so the one thing about Parker is that we have some wonderful city planners that are going to work with us to make sure that we continue to grow sustainably. And when I say that, what I mean is that, you know, there's been towns in the past that, oh, you know what? We're experiencing growth. Let's build a million houses. Let's get everybody in here. And unfortunately, we just can't sustain that, right? And, and what I'm looking for and what I would hope that the community backs me with is that, you know, if we can grow sustainably and find, you know, good homemakers to come in here and build quality homes for a great dollar, and, you know, we see property values go up consistently, I think that's where people want to be is they want to get instant equity in their home after they yeah. close on it. Right. They, they want to feel good about the place they live. And, and, you know, not only that, we have some wonderful schools down here, right? Like my kids go to three fantastic schools. And I think that's part of the appeal as well, right? Is that wonderful teachers, wonderful purpose, right? They give our kids what they need. And in turn, right, we're seeing those property values, like you were just saying, continue to rise. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I think the school system is so important. You brought that up because it, it is a huge value add in that, you know, you got the big city school district and Denver has some wonderful schools. You and I grew up in Colorado Springs and, and, you know, district 20 schools and whatnot, incredible school system, but Parker is really blowing it away on the education system. And, and just very widely known uh, for the quality of the school system. What, to what do you attribute that? Why, why has it done so well in that area? Do you think? Well, and I think that there's a lot of great leadership that goes along with Douglas County School Districts. Um, you know, some of the principals that I have the pleasure of dealing with that, you know, for just my own kids, they do a lot of good. You know, they really work hard to, to make sure that they have good teachers and that they do, you know, quality work. And, and, you know, changing over to a virtual platform for some of these teachers, that was not an easy task, right? Oh, yeah. And so... So having some real leadership behind that, I think, really made it a strong solution for us. And and as we continue to roll out the new normal, um, you know, we're going to see things continue to evolve and change. But I really believe that the leadership there at Douglas County, um, you know, some of the principals there and some of the superintendents have just done a fantastic job making sure that these kids get the education they need. I mean, my daughter's 16. And Donnie, you remember when we were kids, math was not my strong suit, right? But my daughter's going to be an AP trig this year, and she's a, you know, she's going on to be a junior. So, <laughs> so it's, yeah, don't come Good to luck, me for man. Good but, luck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but we're really just, you know, we're really blessed and fortunate to live in this kind of environment. And and again, right, it's it's about the platform and about how we utilize it, is that Parker's a fantastic place to live. We just, we want to make sure that as we continue to grow, we do it sustainably. We are smart about the growth and, and we give people the opportunity to still come down here and live. Yes. I love that. You know, I want to, I want to go into a mindset a little bit with you because I, I think it's such a big thing. You know, we, we talk to real estate investors on this show and uh, people are, are here that they're, they're trying to change their lives and do something completely out of whack. Some of them are transferring from their careers. Some of them are, you know, they're trying to make a big difference. You, I mean, a, a huge testament to this. I know you're in, in the security world right now professionally, but you're transitioning in there. What happened? Tell me the story when you woke up and went, I'm going to run for mayor. Like, well, what's going through your head when that took place? I just, I just find that just super fascinating. 
So I do a lot of growth work. I, um, you know, I believe that if we are going to change um, the world, we need to look introspectively, right, about how we conduct ourselves and how we treat others, right, I think is a big piece. Yeah. Um, and so when I, I, I owned an elevator company here locally for many years um, okay. and, and ended up selling my elevator company and wanting to kind of take some time off and spend with the family. And as this was happening, this was kind of the time where it seemed to be very dynamic between cops and, and just the, you know, the social environment. And so I wanted to do my part. And so I got involved in a, in a small security company um, in Parker and I made the transition in, to come into the, the corporate office to try to make some changes. Okay. And through my growth and through some of this introspective work, I noticed that being a servant leader really fit me, right? Is that I, want, I wanted to make sure that I was helping people find a purpose, right? And that to me, if you've ever done any studying on Zig Ziglar, which Donnie, I know you have, um, you know, you have to help a certain amount of people in life to get what they want so you can get what you want. Right? And I truly believe that. And so for me, it was, how do I do that? And how do I do it on a grand scale? Right. And so I would train officers and I would talk about purpose and I would talk about how we can make an impact on a daily basis with, you know, changing somebody's life or de-escalating a violent situation. When it occurred to me that this needed to be done on a bigger scale. And for me, I didn't know what that meant. I just kept the affirmations going, I kept reading, right? And, and, and for me, what I found out is that success is just the pursuit of a worthy ideal. That's it, that. right? That. And, it, and that's truly what it meant to me is that I had a goal in mind and I wasn't going to stop, right? And so the mayor piece fell in my lap. And that's to be quite clear is that, you know, I had been wanting to pursue some sort of level of politics for years, but never knew how to get involved, never knew what to do. And I attended one of the town council meetings here locally, just because I said I was going to do it. And the mayoral race came up, who's running for mayor. And I looked around and the three individuals that were running, I felt like I could bring something to the table. And so I didn't want to stop. And that's where it really came to is that I, I began getting the signatures and, and things just started to snowball. And now that I'm here, I don't want to stop. I love that, man. And I think it's, it's so important that it's a momentum thing, right? Because you, you know, nobody knows when that calling is going to hit you, right? In this situation, you're, you're at a council meeting because you said you're going to show up and suddenly the opportunity presents itself. I got to tell you, that's like 90% of real estate investing, right? It is preparing, preparing, preparing for the one day that suddenly all of this works, right? If you're waiting for that big boom, like if you're waiting for the this divine answer coming from above or something, you're going to be waiting a long time, right? You've got to take action now, and then it eventually lines up with this ultimate goal, which in this case is your mayoral race, which is just, I mean, it just warms my heart, and it's incredible, Jonathan. It's just a lot of people don't pursue that. But obviously, I'm sure just in the, I mean, when, when is the actual election? When, when is the campaign over? So November 3rd, everybody will get their ballots, ballots in the mail, right? You guys will have them. And uh, 
vote, and November 15th, we'll know a winner. All right. So how has it been so far? I mean, this is a big life change for you. You're doing stuff that I'm sure is completely different for you. I love what you've done with the social media presence on this. But how's it going? Are you still feeling that fire? Does it still energize you every single day? It does. It does. And and the nice thing is, is that I've been able to get out and talk with some folks, just even just walking around the block. Right. And, you know, when I mention I'm um, running for mayor, it's it's nice to see the response. Right. And and of course, right. You get those folks who are who sit on the opposite side of you who don't want to hear you. You know, the nice thing about the Parker mayor, it's a uh, nonpartisan position. Right. So it doesn't fall on either side. I love that about that position, because having fifty nine thousand constituents in in Parker, I don't want to fall on either side. Right. I just want to hear you and I don't want there to be a bias. And so I'm, I'm really excited about that piece of it. Um, what I will say about, you know, making the, the choice to do this is that thoughts are things, right? Is that if you believe it, you can achieve it, right? There's, there's so many things that, that lead up to this is that, you know, I've read a lot of books that talk about, you know, if you believe it, you can achieve it, right? Asking it is given, right? Um, knock and the door will open for you. These are literal terms. And I completely believe that is that if, if you can, visualize what you want in life and you can you say you want to be the next foreclosure real estate mogul right you work with donnie and you work with jonathan and these guys will help you get there right that's That's what that's what this that's what life is about and just taking that opportunity because if you don't risk anything that's a risk in itself right if you if you wait six months and you go you know what i'm going to be it's going to be better in six months it's going to be better in a year it's going to it's always going to be better then. Take the opportunity and do it today because you will regret it if you don't. And that was really why I wanted to run, right? I didn't want to regret it four years later and say, man, I should have done it. I love what you said when you were talking about the council meeting. Is you said, I went because I was doing what I told myself I was going to do. And that's, yeah. that's really what it's about. It's about one, like holding yourself accountable and then like doing that consistently. You like, you know what? It came to you because you were consistent. You were you were focused on, you know what? I wanna I wanna have a bigger impact. I wanna do something more. You know what? I think this might help me out. I don't know. You could have come up with an excuse that night. You could absolutely. Figured, you could have figured something else to watch on TV that night. But you know what? This is <laughs> this is my goal. This is what I'm working towards. Like you said, a, a pursuit of an ideal. So let me go and see and get a little bit closer to that. And bam! Now now you're right here. Now you're and right Jonathan. Here. And what I hear, you know, what I hear a lot in just this particular type of setting is that, you know, it's like, I can't, or maybe I'm not smart enough, or, you know, you hear those, those negative mental, that negative mental self-talk. And what I've found over these last six months, right, of just doing micro reading, which is reading every, you know, 10 minutes, reading 10 minutes, every four hours, right? Creating these little micro habits just to make it better. When you start hearing that negative self-talk about, man, I'm not smart enough. I don't know enough. I, I, you know, I've never worked with Donnie or Jonathan. How am I going to do this? Right. It's just too much for me. When you hear that negative self-talk, that's the time to press on is that you're onto something there, right? You, you found something that your body is like, Oh man, I'm feeling super uncomfortable. What am I supposed to do? Press on because I promise you you're three feet away from that gold nugget, 
right? And if you stop now, somebody else is going to pick that up and run with it. Gotcha. That's powerful stuff, man. Honestly, powerful stuff. And I I think, I think, you know, a a lot of what we cover on the show is the mindset piece, because whether it's running for mayor, which is a crazy lofty goal, you're the process of doing or becoming your foreclosure investor, buying your first flip, figuring out your wholesale, all that comes down to getting all the negative thoughts out of your head, right? So you can proceed with that plan. And so few people overcome that barrier. Right. But but once you're doing it, like I think you've got an excellent shot of winning. I think you'd be awesome for Parker, Colorado. But the fact that you actually stepped foot and done it separates you from what? Ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the population that thought about it, you know, that contemplated it, that maybe this is a good idea. You know what I mean? So you're already ahead in, in my book, but so many people don't take that first step. And I love that you mentioned reading and getting educated and, and pushing yourself forward and doing the self-affirmations. Do you have a favorite book? Do you have a favorite thing that kind of gets you pumped up? What, what do you like to read? Okay, I'm going to share this with you guys because it was shared with me about 20 years ago from a gentleman named John Barber, um, okay. who kind of started me on this whole whole growth pitch right and it's this book right here it's called oh, Think and Grow Rich oh, um, by Napoleon Hill um I keep it I keep a copy with me everywhere I give one to every one of my team members and the reason and you know when we say think and grow rich it's not wealth right we're talking about being rich spiritually holistically yeah. right like the whole deal right I love hearing the I'm gonna be happy when this is over or I'm going to be happy in a couple of weeks when I'm on vacation. Guys, that's a choice. Right you can be happy right now. It right has zero to do with where you are and what your circumstance in life is. Just go around to some of these third world countries and look around, right? Yeah. They're happy because they're alive. They're above ground. They have drinking water. And we get upset because somebody forgot our caramel drizzle on our Starbucks, right? And so we, we need to make sure that we're, that we also get it in perspective, right? Is that, yeah, I'm fortunate enough to live in the town of Parker and I am blessed and privileged to have that opportunity. And that's why I believe that longer tables are more important than higher walls. Uh, incredible. Hey, Jonathan, listen, how, how does one get in touch with you? We're going to wrap this thing up. We try to keep them short. Yeah. This has been a power pack. First of all, let's talk about getting in touch with you. I know you got a hashtag going for the whole mayoral candidate. We're going to put this in the show notes, um, but well, how can they reach out to you? JB for Parker Mayor, right? And you can find me just about everywhere. I'm, I'm on Facebook and Instagram, um, JB for Parker Mayor. Um, it's really easy to find. And then guys, if, if there's anybody who has questions, I put my phone number out there, my personal phone number for people to call and have a discussion if they'd like to. I am open and I am honest and I am vulnerable about it all. So if there's something that comes up where people have an opportunity to ask a question or would like to, my number is 720-364-7389. Feel free to give me a call or have a discussion at, at any time.
I love that, man. And listen, I, I wish you the best in the campaign trail. We're going to get that out there. And, and if you guys are, you know, especially you Parker residents listening to the show right now, vote for Jonathan Bullock, for JB, for Parker, because I got to tell you, Parker, who's already kicking butt in the real estate market, could use this level of leadership, this level of insight. Already a town that's on the map, but I fully believe, Jonathan, you can take it to the next level there. So hashtag JB for Parker Mayor. And listen, because you brought it up, we're going to do this again. I'm going to offer a free copy, digital, of Think and Grow Rich. You just need to hop into the Foreclosure Deals Coach Insiders Group. We'll pack, post that there, and we will get you a free copy of it. Because I believe, just like you said, Jonathan, everybody should read that book. Like It, it was an incredible game changer for me. And it's not about money. It's about mindset shift and understanding that what you think you will ultimately become. And you're, you're living proof of that, man. It is so... Awesome to have seen you go from a little kid who used to hang around at my house, <laughs> mayoral candidate of Parker, Colorado. I wish you the best in the campaign, man. Any parting words for our listeners and viewers? Well, what else do you want to get out there as we wrap this thing up, sir? Yeah, I think the my parting words are this: is that you know, thoughts are things, right? And if you believe it, you can achieve it. It is it is the very true statement. And don't wait, don't wait. You know, today, it, the best thing, the best advice I ever got, guys, was no matter who you are, no matter what your status in life is, you get 24 hours a day. And it's 24 hours a day for everybody. What are you going to do with yours that the other guy isn't? Amen. I love that. Incredible. Once again, hashtag JB for Parker Mayor. I wish you Thank the you best, my friend. Hey, congrats. In advance, the future mayor of Parker, Colorado, right here <laughs> on the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. You heard that here first, all right? Just for the record. I got the scoop on the whole political campaign. That's how good we are. We're in the know, man. We're in the know. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Jonathan and Donnie, I couldn't, I couldn't ask for anything better. Thank you guys so much for having me. We and thanks for coming on. We really appreciate you taking the time out. Get back on the campaign trail. You go win this thing for Parker, Colorado. And with that, this is Donnie Corum, your foreclosure deals coach, reminding you once again and always don't buy a house, buy a deal. Want more of the foreclosure deals coach? Hit subscribe and stay tuned for more of the mindset, methodology, and tools you'll need to invest in foreclosures. Visit foreclosuredealscoach.com and text DEAL to get a list of foreclosures in your area.